in the khutbah i spoke about uh, the uh, the fact that only lahori md's were answering the objections that were being raised uh, as a result of uh, that article in the independent about position of women in women in islam and i also said that uh, no sunni commented or replied to these now i cannot believe that uh, you know there are so many Uh, Sunni uh, businessmen and doctors and lawyers and accountants and uh, uh, members of parliament and house of lords. I cannot believe that none of them saw this article. This excuse that they are not educated doesn't wash anymore. So, the only conclusion we can come to is that you do not have. you do not have an answer to these objections against islam and this is why whenever anyone uh, criticizes islam anyone raises an objection you shy away and they don't have these answers because of a very dangerous concept that is prevalent amongst non-lahori amdis and that is that discussion of such topics is taboo it's banned in all mosques we welcome we welcome criticism we welcome people to come here and say to us is this your belief is this what the quran says is this what the quran says about position of women or jihad or punishment of apostasy or whatever it might be we welcome it why because as a result of these objections our members have carried out research and study from the time of the promised messiah hazrat mirza ghulam ahmed sahib and then maulana nuruddin and then hazrat maulana muhammad ali and then hazrat khwaja kamaluddin and the list is a long one from the time of those elders hazrat sahab at one time someone wrote a book uh, uh, about islam and someone said uh, muslims not just someone muslims started a petition that it should be banned and burned and hazrat sahab said well if you have it banned fine but then what will what will you do with the 20000 copies which people have already purchased and they are in their homes and hazrat maulana abdul haq said the same thing when a hindu uh, printed a book which uh, used very filthy language about the holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam hazrat maulana abdul haq vidyarthi again he said the important thing the most important thing is to reply to the allegations in that book and arm your own members with arguments replying to those objections 
You get this book banned, banned and burnt and so on, someone will write another book. You get that banned and burnt, someone will write another book. So how will you stop this? Since those days, have Muslims been able to get banned all books being published in the West which criticize Islam and denigrate the person of the Holy Prophet Muhammad? Have they been able to do that? No. A cartoon was published in, in Denmark in some village newspaper with a circulation of 500. They had demonstrations, ban this newspaper, do this, do that. Every newspaper in the whole of EU said, we are printing this, this cartoon. Now try getting all the newspapers in EU banned. Now what happened? If they'd ignored that cartoon, it would have disappeared. Because they tried to get it banned, it got publicity throughout EU. And this is the danger of the law, laws some Muslim governments pass. You pass a blasphemy law, which says if a Christian asks a question about Islam, about the Holy Quran, about the person of the Holy Prophet Muhammad you cut his head off. Fine, you can do that in country A or country B or wherever. But what about the, what will you do with a Christian who in England or France or Germany or Russia or China or Australia or New Zealand or Canada or United States or all the South, the whole of uh, South America and the rest of Europe asks the same question. What will you say to him? Will you go around cutting all these heads off? Because of this blasphemy law in, in, in some other country. The point is that these laws make you intellectually weak. I'll give you an example. I was uh, 18 years old. Yes, I don't laugh. There was a time when I was 18 years old. I wasn't as old as this after I was born. And I went to university in London, University of London. And there was a gentleman there doing a doctorate. He was the secretary, what in UK would be permanent secretary, of a department, some department, I forget which one, in Pakistan. And he'd won a scholarship because of his ability uh, to come and do a doctorate in public administration in the UK. All very laudable. Great. But 19-year-old, white university students were arguing with him that it was bad to create Pakistan because it resulted in so many million people dying, it resulted in so much dislocation of uh, population from India to Pakistan and Pakistan to India and so on and so forth. And I sat there and I was listening to this argument and this gentleman who because of his ability in running a government department in Pakistan had been given a scholarship to go to England and do a doctorate in public administration. He could not, he could not argue with these 19-year-old boys and girls from English grammar schools. Why? Because this is a taboo subject. So he never had to justify the creation of Pakistan. 
If he challenged it, he would have lost his job, he would have been thrown in jail, probably tortured, labelled an Indian spy and killed or whatever. So why should he bother when he, by saying, yes sir, of course, sir, three bags full, sir, he can get to the head of a government department. But Pakistan suffered because he could not defend it in front of or when challenged by independent thinking people. And that is the tragedy of all these Muslims. That is the tragedy of all these Muslims. They want all these things banned. And the natural conclusion is if you want these things banned, that, that, that means you can't answer them. So you want to force people. You want to shut their mouths by force. You want to get, cut their heads off so that they uh, can't speak the, uh, the truth. It may not be the truth. Raise these objections. And this is why only Lahori Amdis, and I stress this, only Lahori Amdis can answer these objections against Islam, whatever the topic might be. So I request all our members to continue to improve their knowledge. And one way of improving your knowledge is to read criticism and then do research and find answers and not close your eyes, not turn to another channel because this one is criticizing Islam. Write down the objection, look into the Quran, look into the Hadith, look into books of Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Muhammad and all our elders and so on. That is all for today.